Well, a good morning to you, and I want to welcome you to Wheat Among the Tares, our live program here from the studios of Gethsemane Global Radio in Lexington, South Carolina. I want to thank you for joining us here this morning for this live broadcast, and uh, we appreciate you joining us here. Pastor Williamson is in the studio with us this morning, and I want to say good morning to you, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning to you, Brother Blake, and to all you out there listening. We want to thank you for being on the broadcast this morning. We have a, uh, a, I want to call it an unusual one, Pastor, because the fact, um, and I'm going back uh, in my, um, uh, the annals of my memory, Back when we first started this broadcast, and this has been going on since uh, the COVID days of 2020, yes, sir. And, um, and what we did originally was we came on and we started just doing kind of a midweek update. And part of that, um, pastors, you well know, was uh, there was times when you would you know just open the scriptures and, tr- and try to encourage us because we were kind of going through that difficult time of uncertainty during the yes, covid sir. days and um and certainly uh i mean we've we've settled down but yet there are many many uncertainties that face us today for yes. sure and uh so i i, I had the idea and the, the thought kept coming back to my mind about just dealing with things that are going on and that we're facing in this present year of 2024 um and uh, and honestly, this thought came, Pastor, came coming back to my mind about not only the uncertainties that uh, that I may experience in my own mind, but that the saints themselves they they struggle, and there are yeah. things that we face. You face those yes, things, sir. and yeah, we all do. Yes, and um, so there were a couple of stories that come out. I thought that were uh, that kind of I don't know, kind of conveyed the the seriousness um uh, of the day in the which we live and, and and how things have gotten worse and worse and the scriptures clearly teach that for sure this first one um is is coming out of australia and it is a story that deals with the banning of prayer uh for homosexuals to repent yeah and and they're dealing actually pastor with the whole idea of trying to control what people pray yeah it's hard to believe that you know even when i read it that we've come to the place that that can even enter into legislation you know in a country in a country over praying and then that that it is banned to pray for a specific group of people as if they're targeted, that you can't pray for. And, and we're going to talk about that this morning. Yeah. It's just almost unfathomable that that could even be a reality. But it is. Yeah. And um, and, I, and I'm reading from the story here, and, and I want you folks to understand that this is not just something we're making sure. up. We Honestly, we couldn't make this yeah, up, right. and, I, and I'm quoting my son on some of this. But anyhow, it says certain parts of Australia are now banning certain forms of Christian prayer. This comes after the, uh, and this is in quotes, the change or suppression of conversion practices act of 2021, which went into effect in August of 2022 prohibition. Now I got it right. What this in essence stated was this act forbids certain religious practices aimed at changing 
or suppressing an individual's gender identity or sexual orientation. And they named the name of the, uh, how that this commission has now specified the prayer practices that fall under the ban of this particular action. Uh, forbidden prayers. Now, we've come a long way um, since uh, about four or five years ago with Obergefell yeah. uh, decision, which kind of opened the the door, if you would, for all kinds of, of, of ungodly things. Yeah. I mean, this ban, it was stated that the ban of prayer is if you're praying with or without a a LGBT person. So it's not just praying with them, you know, and then you're praying about that, that may would offend them. It's even, it doesn't matter who you're praying with or that, that if you're even praying about that issue, that's banned and a criminal offense. We're going to talk about. Well, and it says here, uh, and, and if you folks are, are upset about what you're hearing for sure, uh, this is about as ungodly as it gets because they said the violators of this said act are subject to a five to 10 year prison term. My goodness. Now, pastor, we are commanded to pray. Yeah. And in the legislative aspect of things, even here in our state of South Carolina and other folks are listening from around, um, it, 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 it's unfathomable. I'm going to use your word there a while ago, uh, to try to convey to folks, first of all, you know, how are they going to quote police this? And, uh, and I know it's going to come to a lot of people just, you know, saying they were offended by people praying, Hey, we pray on the street down, you know, and people just hearing prayers and whatnot. When folks, come up against something like this and and you know if it's happening in australia they're gonna they're gonna follow a lead there here's 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 the alarming thing every message i preach i mean if i was in australia i'd be doing the same thing every message i preach or that is preacher this church is put online it is live on radio it is live going across uh live stream live stream Mm -hmm. and those things are archived that if somebody heard that could go back, get the clip of it, you know, they could go and listen to your website and your own, because this is whether you're in church, whether you're out of church, it doesn't matter. It doesn't stipulate. Everything falls up under that heading. Can you imagine being up under, I mean, you want to talk about the suppression that is, is upon the churches and the believers there in Australia facing a five to 10 year sentence. Now folks, I want you to understand that. I mean, in our country, I mean, I was privy to a situation that when we were street preaching, they wanted to arrest us for just preaching on the street. In front of us, when we were going to bond hearing, there were three gentlemen that that night had taken a U-Haul truck, gone through a neighborhood, and broke into several houses, stole everybody's furniture, and, I mean, breaking and entering, and they turned them loose on a PR bond and then charged us a $235-something bond for just preaching on the street. I mean, can you imagine that we would turn loose somebody on a PR bond for stealing, I mean, entire houses in the middle of the night, but then put somebody in prison for five to ten years for just praying? And you know where we are today, that it's gotten worse and worse. And, Pastor, what we're trying to do here is not only convey what's going on, but, number two, um, 
how to encourage the saints. Sure. And we need to be praying for Australia. Yeah, we, for sure there. And number and and you know to me it, it can ha- I can't help but think about praying for those in authority here because the influence of uh, the legislative bodies here in the United States as far yes, as our sir. US Congress, our state legislatures from around the country even our local bodies uh you know our, our our mayors our city councils folks it is incumbent upon us and and the apostle paul clearly laid that out yes in first timothy chapter two that we need to pray for those that are in authority because the influences of these uh these things Amen. uh Pastor, they're they're going to continue to come. They're not going to yes. stop, and they're going to get more and more uh, serious. Yes, sir. Um, you know, with that, and and I I wanted to bring this one uh, to light first of all because again of the severity of what's going on, and um, Pastor, just uh, let me just ask you again, just as far as the matter of prayer itself and our intercession sometimes i think we uh we fail in the aspect of intercession um a thought maybe just concerning how better if if, if i can use that word how better to pray uh in making people aware of something like how better to pray for something like this yeah well i mean first of all like you said we need to be praying for those that are in authority because these these immoral issues have come to the place where they're being legislated. You know, when you start trying to legislate immorality and, you know, and those issues that, um, you know, it's a scary thing. It is. And, and thank the Lord. I mean, we were at a press conference yesterday. You and I both were at the Capitol and we've got some righteous leaders in there that are standing against us, sexual identity you know, your gender identity, which you identify and not recognizing that God made you male or female. We recognize what God did and whether whatever you try to identify, that's confusion and we don't recognize that. And so, I mean, thank the Lord, there are laws in place and, you know, from stopping children from, from having sex changes and all those vile things. I mean, some ungodly stuff going on in our country. And so it should alarm us to, to absolutely be praying about those things. Pray, those people are so confused. I mean, sin uh, is so destructive. And so they need the light of the gospel, and we need to be praying for our country, praying for our legislators, p- praying for our preachers, praying because the problem is when the church and Christ, so-called Christianity begins to not only tolerate it, but embrace it, it and accept it then we're in, we're in grave danger. Well, and toleration yeah. will eventually lead to acceptance, to acceptance yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and that's what the, um, it's the old adage of a, you know, the, the frog in the pot yeah. Yeah, exactly. and you, you just kind of turn the water up a little bit at a time and it gets used to it and it finally then realize, but it's, it's done. Sure. And, um, and that is exactly what has happened yeah. here in our country today. Yeah. And, um, and, and I'm not say prayer definitely changes, changes things, things. Praise God. uh, because of fact, the Lord himself said yeah. 
that men always ought to pray not and to not faint. to faint. And uh, how many times have I quoted myself yes, that Me verse uh, in, in, in situations? Um, my wife and I, if we were on here right now, we could tell you about just the answers to mm, prayer, yes, sir, and, you know, for yeah. family and uh, folks that we know. And, <clears throat> and folks, we want to encourage you concerning the matter of prayer. And it's probably the hardest labor yeah. that we do. Yeah. And we're fought the most with regard to prayer. Uh, and yet, if you if you just thought about it, um, it doesn't take any effort from the standpoint of physically, sure. even though it does affect it's us physically. Yeah. But it, it does take yeah. a toll, that is for sure. We need to be doing that. Um, this next one, and Pastor, I know this is the one that you kind of wanted to jump in on. Um and I won't I won't mention the particular network that this uh, appeared on. I mean, people can look it up for sure. sure. But this particular news program featured uh, having a spiritual medium on a prime time program uh, who purportedly prophesies concerning the nation's political future and of course folks we know that everybody is focused right now on the political aspects and what's going on in our country and uh and i'm afraid honestly sometimes we we put a little too much stock in that yeah, uh looking to leaders to deliver us rather than the lord the lord yes, um but anyhow this particular situation was actually they had this medium on and the host asked this woman, it was a woman, she was an English psychic, she was from England, uh, he wanted her to read some tarot cards and to give some kind of a prophetical uh, dissertation on what she saw from the reading of these tarot cards and of course, Pastor, we know this is nothing more than yes, dealing sir. with devils and familiar Absolutely. spirits. Yes, sir. Um, give me your take on this first of all, and then, uh, and I've got a couple of things that I want to bring up after this. How, we've stooped very far, yes, sir, certainly, to come to this particular point, yeah, in our especially country. especially a news uh, platform that that most conservatives would be watching and listening to, and so which was very sad to see that happen on that news platform but to understand these tarot cards and psychics um it's satanism i mean i mean you're you're they're looking to spirits and devils um to speak to them and they're not praying to god they're not looking to the lord they're trying to get involved in the supernatural the spiritual realm and it enters into the spiritual realm for sure and so they're not getting a word from god it is, it is demonic in its nature. It is satanic in its nature. And so, you know, tarot cards, any of you that are out there that, that may be so naive to mess with things like that and Ouija boards and seances and, and, and all these kind of things that you can be involved in because you're intrigued by the spirit world, you're entering into something that is going to destroy your life. You can end up getting yourself devil-possessed. 
and having evil spirits afflict your home, um, your mind. Um, so it is demonic. Stay away from that stuff. And, you know, the Bible speaks about all of this. God warned Israel about this. Um, in Deuteronomy chapter, there's so many verses, we won't cover them all, but I'll just give you a couple. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 10 and 11 said, There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an, uh, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer, which is one who tries to foretell the future through tarot cards or psych, being a psychic. Familiar spirits, when they're using tarot cards, they are literally appealing to spirits to speak to them, that these spirits can reveal to them and speak of future events or things that are going to happen. And so let me say this, there is no devil who knows my future of tomorrow, only God does. That's right. Not, and so these are lies, it is deceptive, men are being deceived uh, and deceiving, and the Bible talks about that. So we also know that um, one, of the, one of the most wicked kings in Israel, I was reading it this morning, Manasseh, um, he was such a wicked man, he caused his children to pass through the fire, Think about that in the Valley of Hinnom, which is means lamentation. Manasseh means cause to forgetting, causing to forget. And what this stuff does is causes men, these tarot cards and psychics that causing men to forget the God of heaven that we're supposed to be seeking unto the Lord and him only and praying unto him. And so, you know, maybe you want to comment on that. Well, and what I was going to say was when men turn their backs on God. Yes. And they have no uh, trust in the Creator, the God of Heaven, as you as you said. They're going to speak. They're they're going to seek rather to uh, someone, something, in order to gain some hope about things. Yes, sir. And if you read the transcript of this particular, yes, and I've got part of it right here. But part of the transcript of this interview, uh, he this this host he mentions about a reading on uh, a particular individual, and then he says, "Please tell us what America should be looking for in 2024." Now, what what's the the gist of what he's asking? Yeah. He's wanting to know some kind of a hopeful word about because he sees you can't look at the news every day yeah, and not exactly. realize you know we're upside down yes, sir. so he's looking for some kind of hope and <clears throat> this particular psychic she relates and she says i'm quoting her now yeah. great happiness yeah. and then he he kind of gives a yeah. fist pump yes type of thing yeah. And she says, great happiness. I mean, that's just, it's just full of joy, happiness, and contentment. Yeah. Now, that's what she says. Yeah, because yeah, understand this in that statement. He's not asking, what should we be desiring? What should we be looking for? He's saying, 
what is coming for America right. this year? What are we looking for that's going, what is going to happen for America? And her answer is great happiness. That's a prophetic thing. It's not like we should be this year looking for happiness. She's saying that's what's coming to America in the statement. And he's so excited about that. Yeah. Yes, yes. You know, we got, we've got a word spoken to us about our future this year. You know, and then she's talking about how being full of joy and happiness and contentment is what America is going to experience this year. You know, and when it fails. Yeah, and it will. Uh, and it will. And it will because of the fact our our, our happiness, our contentment does not no, come. It comes from the Lord, brother. It comes from the Lord. Amen. And uh, godliness with contentment, the Bible yes, says, First Timothy gain. 6, is great gain. Amen. So, you know, people are, are they're searching. They are reaching out. Um, and uh, for you that are listening, uh, that know the Lord, we want to say, encourage, we want to encourage you to two things. Number one, in prayer, as we've already discussed. And number two, that what is going on and people seeking, uh, a, a hope from things Lord, that, uh, are not of the Lord. They are not of the spirit of God. <clears throat> they are deceiving pastor themselves yes, sir. when it comes to the matters of honest contentment and honest Amen. truth. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Uh, this verse came to mind, <clears throat> excuse me, this morning. Isaiah eight nineteen says this, and when they shall say unto you, seek unto them that have familiar spirits or unto wizards that peep, and that mutter, the Lord said, should not a people seek unto their God instead of seeking unto psychics and familiar spirits into the spirit world? He also said in Leviticus 19.21, regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. Now understand this. Exodus twenty two eighteen, God said, you don't suffer those people to live. I mean, in the nation of Israel, because of the defilement and the and the the satanic oppression that it brings to a country. And and I was talking about Manasseh was a man. That we were talking about prayer earlier, so I just want to encourage us. If you have family that's caught up in this stuff, young people that is messing around with uh, Satanism and demonic things and right. and the spirit realm. Um, Manasseh was a man that was probably steeped in it more than anybody that you could read about in the scripture. It says he caused his children to pass through the fire in the valley of the son of Hinnom, which means he sacrificed his children, gave his son into the fire to Moloch. And it says also he observed times, he used enchantments, he used witchcraft, dealt with familiar spirits and with wizards. He wrought much evil in the sight of the Lord and provoked, talking about provoking the Lord to anger. And then I, I read it this morning. At the end of Manasseh's life, he repented. He got right with God. He threw out all of his idols. He lamented over what he had done with his son. He got rid of all the never sought to familiar spirits again. He repaired the house of God, repaired the altar, sacrificed to the Lord, and spent the rest of his days worshiping the God of heaven. This was a very wicked man, very caught up in, in Satanism itself in its depth. And we would have looked at him and thought, he'll never, that's impossible to get him out of that. But he did repent. 
and God changed him and he worshiped the Lord the rest of the days of his life. So there is deliverance from this Satan, satanic, Satanism, demonic stuff that it looks like is impossible to get people out of and they can come out of it by the grace of God. That's a great, that's a great yeah. account. And I'm thankful the Lord put it yeah. in the scriptures. Uh, that's certainly an encouragement to us. Um, you know, and again, pastor, when we look at, uh, uh, the days we are living in right now and what is going on, uh, I know that there are there are times when we get greatly discouraged, and sure. uh, but the story of Manasseh, yeah. in and of itself, is something that um, should encourage us. And again, the Lord Himself say that men always ought to pray Amen. and not to faint. Yes, and God help us as uh, as a nation. Uh, God help us in our churches that we would be faithful uh, to pray in our families. Um, I don't know if, if and is this something that you have you bring up from time to time, but uh, the, the idea of a family altar, and it's a Amen. time where people uh, get together with their families, maybe in the evening after a meal, yes. uh, a time where you can sit down and just uh, read a portion of the scriptures together and, uh, have a time of thanksgiving Amen. Um, and, and have a time of prayer yeah. uh, rather than, you know, just a TV blaring 24-7. Yeah, let me speak about my wife and I sitting this morning. We're talking about that very subject because I'm fixing to be preaching series on the home here at the church. And um, she was talking about how important that, that family altar was in her life, that you and Sister Pam were so faithful in that. And she said that, her life is she contributed the spiritual anchoring of her life today was not just learning at church and hearing preaching but that bible being taught to her at home and how important it was and we had family altar in our home and and we were just talking about how uh, when our kids began to get older, you know, life begins to change sure. and the things are busy and if you're not careful there are times that, that we allowed busyness and the lateness of the day that we would go to bed and we would pray and realize, man, we didn't get to sit down with the kids tonight. We prayed with them, but but did not take that time for family altar. And those things begin to slip at times. And how important it is um, for your home. Listen, Brother Blake brought it up. If you're listening this morning, it is so vitally important to take time, not only pray together, but sit down, read the scripture together and have that family altar time it with is. your children. It, it, it is. And, um, <clears throat> and some you may be sitting there thinking, well, you know, how do I start this? Yeah. Um, just start. Yeah. Well, you, you can know. speak of it. Y'all are very faithful. Well, to it yeah. you just, you know, you just set that time and really, um, the discipline, uh, yeah, that comes with that. Um, it, 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 it generates, uh, number one from the parents, mm -hmm. uh, who have a commitment, not only from themselves, but to understand uh, the need of the children sure. understanding spiritual things and and getting grounded and and uh, being saved number one yeah. and Amen. then coming to know the Lord and then them uh, in their future days uh, walking yes. with with God you know if every parent or every set of parents sure. should I say 
uh, just took the time. Embrace responsibility. And, and yeah, that's exactly it, Pastor. And and I know, uh, and you'll probably deal with it in the series of, sure. of the home coming up. Um, and by the way, that will be a great series, I yeah. know. Um, and uh, certainly that I'm, we're, we're letting our folks now know sure. ahead of time that that's going to be upcoming. Um, in closing, as far as uh, these uh, unfortunate situations from Australia and here, right here in America, and seeking to wizards and uh, seeking hope from uh, devils rather yeah, than exactly. the, our Creator. Um, we knew these times were going to sure. come, and uh, but it doesn't lessen our responsibility, Pastor, yeah. to do so. Yeah. Satan wants you to think um, that things like that are just innocent. No big deal. Uh, the, the gravity and the seriousness of understanding what these tarot cards are and these psychics, what they are and what they're doing, I mean, and the devil wants you to think it's just no big deal. It's just a little innocent thing that's happening. But understand that is Satanism at its height. That's you right. are praying, looking, and inquiring from the devil himself to give you an answer. That's that's serious. Very. Yes. Very. I hope this um, broadcast this morning concerning this particular subject um has been a help to you because the fact that there is such a need in our country today, Pastor. I know, and you could you could say a hearty amen to this. Yes, sir. That our, our prayers more than ever are needed, not only here in America, but uh, for our brethren around the world to pray for those that um, uh, are suffering. Um, by the way, I want to close. Um, I found out a story just last night about a Mongolian young man who uh, he was a uh, from what I understand was a is a preacher <clears throat> and they threw him in jail um, uh, because they originally he was with some folks who uh, and I don't know all the details but originally was supposedly with some folks who com- committed something well he didn't he was not even part of it and uh, but they used this thing to throw him in jail and uh, he has been in there for quite a while and the man is 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 sick he's been tortured um all because he is a christian and uh and names the name of the lord and um i i don't even, I, don't, I don't know his name uh, but i just let's just pray for yeah. this young man in a mongolian prison there um, and I will try to get more information about that. It just came to my mind as yeah. we were talking about this in, in a matter of prayer, not only here in America, but around the world. And there are others, Pastor, as you well know, that are suffering yes. for the name of the Lord. Uh, let's take a moment just to yeah. pray for this, and um, and, we'll, and yeah. we'll close our program. Um, Paul told us to pray for them that are in bonds, as being bound with them Amen. and being in the body as if we were not only bound with them, but if we were them, how would we be praying if that was us? Amen. And so that's the kind of prayer that he told us to engage into. So let's pray. Father, we, we pray first for Australia as we think about the sad state of things that are being legislated against Christianity, against prayer, 
against people praying unto you for those that are bound in such dark sin and such vile filth that they need to be delivered from that only you can deliver them from. That's why we pray about those things. And so I pray for the churches there that you'll strengthen them and the believers. And I pray that you'll reprove and rebuke, uh, Lord, the legislators that are legislating such things that you'll turn the tide and turn this around in Australia, put religious leaders in those places that can change these things and make a difference and stand in the gap for that country. And Lord, we do pray for our country. And uh, as the scripture said that we should seek the Lord our God, if we would, we would find him. If we would seek him and search for him with all our heart and all of our soul. Lord, who America, what America needs to be looking for is needs to be looking unto the Lord, as the scripture said. And so, Father, we pray for our country. We pray for those that could be listening that have family or friends that are bound in these uh, satanic uh, things and events that they're involved in. We pray for their deliverance. Lord, I pray for this young Mongolian preacher. And not only him, there's probably others there we don't know about. And the brethren that are suffering around the world uh, Lord, for the cause of Christ, yes. they're being persecuted. Many of them are bound. They're, they're suffering affliction and sick and cold and hungry and naked and don't have a comfortable place to sleep, sleeping on hard dirt floors and just filth and not being able to bathe. And Lord, just all the horrible things that they're suffering and they're suffering it for you. And Father, I pray that you will bless them, strengthen them, Give them peace, sustain them. It's my prayer that you will bring deliverance to them. I pray for the salvation of their persecutors. And Father, I also pray for their families, that you'll encourage them, meet their needs, and bless them as well. Father, we love you today. Thank you for the opportunity of doing this broadcast. Pray it to be a help to those that are listening. In Jesus Christ's name we ask it. Amen. Amen. Pastor Steve Williamson, brother, yes, sir. thank Praise you for bringing... Um, uh, such wisdom to this broadcast this morning. And we thank you, our listeners, for being here with us on Weed Among the Tares. We're here uh, every Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Thanks for joining us this morning. Trust that you will uh, share uh, the information that you have heard this morning with others. Share the podcast as it's posted. And may the Lord bless you. Pray for America. Pray for our brethren. Thank you for joining us.